How did you get into YouTube? Kale, man. How did you meet Kyle? I had a... Cheers, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, I had a business, uh, the business that I told you about, like the Prep Academy. I saw his video first on YouTube. I was like, oh, shit. This guy lives here? Yeah, I was like... Hit me up because I, I come from a film background. That's exactly what I said. I said, hey man, I'm, I live here. I'm starting to do Hit me up. Yeah, yeah. I, I come from a film background, and at that time, Kyle was like, he was he was starving, like he, he was struggling at that time. He had been in Vietnam for like eight months, and then at that time, like you don't you know the Kyle lay right now, you, you know, kind of got it established. You know, wasn't. The Kale, like he, he was doing YouTube just for fun, you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's like and then, and then you know, like people noticed, and they were like, you know, I'm big fans. And I was, I happened to be at that time, a big fan. And I was like, okay, well, you're the one. You're you're hired because I love your videos. So he, he got a teaching job with you. He got a teaching job. I hired him because I loved his videos so much. So I didn't see like the other resumes. I just saw his picture, and I was like. Hey, uh, yeah, come work for me. And actually, I commented on Kyle's videos, you know, before I actually met him. I was like, dude, I love your work, you know? And then, uh, yeah, and then, and then that's when I started, when I started doing the YouTube, that's when I started learning YouTube algorithms. Well, how, why did you start doing YouTube? Because, uh, when I was doing uh, YouTube with Kyle... I was like, wait, I'm getting, you know, people like me and, you know. So you were just featured in his videos because you guys Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I didn't know anything about tech at that time. So did he convince you to start a channel or was it your idea? Uh, actually, I wanted to because. You have film background. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and, and seeing Kyle's growth, I was like, wait, I, you know, this is something that I want to do. Um, and. I don't know, that was a weird thing, like, like, it, we, and then I started my own channel, and then, and then, uh, I wanted to learn the tech. The more I got into it, the more I, like, I just couldn't stop investigating, because, YouTube it, thing? just, the, the online world, online world, online world and, traffic and SEO world, yeah, exactly, traffic, traffic, let's talk about that, traffic, when you say tech, a lot of times, you're kind of talking about Internet traffic, SEO, freaking algorithms. You're you know, about internet. Internet, 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 web tech type of web thing. Tech, because yeah. here's the thing: like, you you make money, you know, several ways. Well, One is okay. Go ahead. You're selling shit. Physical products. Uh, you're selling ads. What, what would that be called in the four-hour work week? Well, I'm selling physical products. So, in the four-hour work week, they talk about my method that I'm doing. Uh-huh. Private labeling. Okay. Private labeling, which is buying products, stamping your own logo on them, and reselling them. Okay. So, we buy products on Alibaba.com. On scale. On wholesale price. Yeah. Uh, the, the factory who you communicate with via email and Skype, they print your logo on the product... And they deliver boxes of it, like a thousand units at a time. And with the Amazon FBA uh, package, 
um, barcode on the boxes directly to the Amazon warehouse in America. Amazon receives it. They scan it. They know exactly what's inside. Within 24 hours, it's up for sale on Amazon. And I fill out the words on that page, the words in the pictures. Don't tell these guys too much, man. (laughs) I'm not telling them. Don't tell them too much. I'm not telling them. This is my little racket uh, that Riley taught me. I I learned Kyle's racket. I learned Riley's. You know, I, I... I happen to be, I happen to have like sort of a jolly, sort of fat guy, fat guy demeanor. And the people like teach me new like tricks and I'm like, oh, that's cool. I'm going to use that, you know. I'm like a fat jolly guy, like a marshmallow man, you know, Asian Korean marshmallow man. Yeah. The internet's exciting, man. There's like, if you can figure out that you can make money, Amazon, this physical product thing is like a part-time business. If you can make like a couple grand, a few grand, a handful of grands every month. Like totally passive. That's pretty exciting. So, so I actually want to know what your projections are like. Like in two years, what is your projection? What do you think you're going to make in two years? In two years, what am I going to be making? Like monthly, like yeah, monthly, profit. Monthly. Yeah, yeah. You can use well, for this money for your life, so you don't have to reinvest yeah. it back. Well, my business right now, um, profit, like on top of the cost of the product that we buy wholesale, and on top of the the shipping to America. And on top of the Amazon fee, which is about 20, 20 to 30% of the Amazon listing price, um, we make about $6,000 profit per month. That's split between me and Parker. But we don't spend $3,000 a month. We pay ourselves a set allowance of $1,500 every month. And the rest of it we save up to buy another product. A thousand of See, so you, you, you have actually... A, a Retail. You're you're in the retail business. Etail. Or etail. Etail sla- slash retail. retail. Yeah, yeah. Shop yeah. I'm in the shopping online. And, and the thing is, for me, like, being in the service industry, brick and mortar, like, I have a very sure idea of how much I need to sell, how much I need to, you know, uh, and how much I make from that sale, you know? You know, we're, but but retail is tricky because you got, you got to reinvest it back into the company. You got to buy bigger stock. You know, so it's like, so how much money you actually make per month is pretty ambiguous. It's it's like it, it's you you got to choose how much money you make. You know, you know, yeah, right. yeah. It's all about growing your business. So we make six thousand per per month profit. We could stay the same size and spend all of that six thousand and just keep ordering a thousand units at a time. Or we could reinvest most of that six thousand profit into another product, and then two years from now, we can have five or ten products and be making five times the six thousand. So I would say in two years, conservatively, we'll have five products, so making thirty thousand dollars per month profit and stepping up our monthly budget, monthly allowance to maybe three thousand dollars, double what it is now. Like, I'm not in a rush to live in penthouses. Like, I like living in simple three, $400 a month apartments because the four-hour work week, I have the four-hour work week mentality. And people that watch this that have the same mentality, they understand. And a lot more people actually understand this philosophy now because of Facebook and social media. It's that one quote, people are happier that spend their money on experiences rather than things. Rather than cars, houses, apartments. So I like to expend my money on 
beer and plane tickets and food. And so that's, okay, $5,000 a month maybe will allow me to live in comfortably in most any city around the world. So, so basically, that's, that's all I need. basically buying gear, you're not, aff- I, I don't like buying gear. I don't like buying gear. Yeah. Like all I need is my phone, a nice camera, one hat. I only have one hat at a time. When I lose it or it gets dirty, I buy another one. I but one. but I, but you know in America, buying gear is like a big thing of the lifestyle. You know, yeah, just I used to be into buying gear until I adopted this new. It's kind of a new revolution going on, the minimalist revolution, where people realize that less is more. Yeah, fuck gear. Like it's got to fit everything that you own. It's got to fit in like a fucking, you know, a bag. I'm going to live in the Philippines, and this is all I'm saying, there's a regular... Oh, shit, no. I'm going to live in the Philippines. You don't have, like, a little, like, a big roller, like, none of that shit. I do here. I brought one here, but I've decided, like, I actually don't want that anymore, so... Fuck gear, yeah. (laughs) Fuck gear, yeah. So I'm taking half as much clothes with me uh, to the Philippines. Um, I'm just going to buy, like... I'm only bringing like two tank tops and like two t-shirts to the Philippines and I might buy like a couple more t-shirts. I'm not even bringing my workout shorts. I'm going to buy new ones there because I kind of want new ones. Um, Yeah, one pair of workout shoes, one pair of flip-flops, like three to five pairs of... And you know, that's that's the best. It's the most liberating feeling. Like to not have like clutter, you know. Yeah, and all the minimalists like on Instagram, and they all say the same thing. Oh my god, I'm so happy ever since I went minimalist. There's no clutter. I'm so not stressed. I feel so free. I can just move. But yeah. I, I used to have like, but I mean, I I still have my toy collection. Back in the states. Yeah, I I, I, I used to I used to lugging it around. Right, right, but it's it's still in my parents' house. But I still have my fucking toy. Hoard your shit at your parents' house. Okay. So, so yes, that is the rule. But then, you know, I'm actually into uh, women, women's products. Yeah, you, and you should do that. And we'll, we'll be talking about that, you know, over the next months. Actually, I want to sell women's products because fucking guys like us, you, you tell us to buy shit. You got you to, gotta like, fucking put a gun to our heads to buy clothes. You know, I, I'm, not, I'm not about to dress like Justin Bieber, you know. Yeah, women buy shop more online than men. I mean, I think that's a, a, a statistic. So yeah, if you sell it in a women's niche, then that's good. The WWW actually represents the first W is web. You gotta go web. The other W is you gotta scale it. Gotta go worldwide, not a fucking one country. That's one of the dumbest things you can do. And the third one is women. You gotta cater to women. Yeah. That's what WWW yeah. stands for. So women's products, it'd be good. You you'll be very successful doing that. You know, all you gotta do is to be successful online. Well, selling physical products is have a lot of money to invest in the inventory, and just then just follow, just do the obvious. I, stuff. Actually, it it was funny because my friend's parents just died. Uh, I mean, it's kind of sad, but. SBT sad but true. <laughs> she just inherited like three million dollars and I was like, you know break me off a piece of the <laughs> break, 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 break it off a little bit you know I'll make this clear I didn't have en- enough money I didn't have ten thousand dollars to buy a thousand units at ten dollars a piece from Alibaba.com I had to go to a friend who is kind of an angel investor a friend who was an investor that trusted me and 
we did a test order before the thousand dollar order or thousand unit order. We did a test order with our own money. We bought two hundred units, and that sold out very quick on Amazon. So we started with two K, proved that it sold quickly. And then we went to a good friend investor and uh, got a small business loan that every other business needs anyway. So, and this is a very good loan because it's a retail loan, an inventory loan that's guaranteed to sell back to to sell out. Virtually guaranteed because it's going to be on Amazon.com shelves, which is the biggest store in America. It's just a matter of how how fast it will sell. And if you're only selling a hot selling product, a trending selling product, like that's what we do, that's what you want to do, uh, of course it's going to sell out. So, yeah, just it takes money and you may need to get a loan to start a business. I mean, any business. So, yeah, ask your friend for show them the business. Um, yeah, so I'm getting into women's products. That's the first one. Amazon, which Riley was very instrumental, influential in getting myself into the whole scene. It's just selling in the biggest store in America. Would you would, would you want to sell in the second and third biggest stores or the biggest one? Just selling exactly. the biggest. So, one. if you if you do like a small Shopify site, I feel like you're doing another neighborhood, fucking in the middle of nowhere, selling shit. You can do that. It's gonna take a long time. You can do that yourself. It's just. Your cost to advertise that sale will be more because you're going to have to pay Google to get the traffic, right? You're going to have to do some Google ads or some Google shopping ads, which is that's what I did before. Starting in the summer of 2014 all the way up to January 2015, I had a Shopify store selling a niche product. Uh-huh. It was inflatable hot tubs, of all things, because I did research for like a month and said, oh, there's not very many inflatable hot tub sites. I can be like the, the authority one. And uh, over Christmas, I sold like eight $1,200 inflatable hot tubs. But I paid so much to Google every month for those clicks. Um, I, it was basically breaking even. So it's the same thing. Either you're going to pay Google or you're going to pay Amazon, essentially, for your for customers' eyeballs. And Amazon turns out to be the better deal. You know? So that's essentially it. And you guys, Amazon, Amazon is more, it's, it's really trustworthy because people already have their credit card in there. They don't have to fill their credit card info in each time, like a random portal, portable hot sub, you know, world.com. Um, it's just people, Amazon's trustworthy and they hold all your inventory for you and disperse it every day with each sale. So it allows you to be free and work from wherever city in the world. That's why I'm in Saigon, guys. Let's describe why I'm in Saigon. Why am I here? Why am I here? Oh, wait, 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 why? Southeast Asia is the digital nomad capital of the world because it's very cheap to live. It's also very accommodating. And over the last five years or so, there's an influx of online entrepreneurs, freelancers, business owners. They move out here. In Southeast Asia, where is sort of the the pub? Where is like the... The number one hub is Chiang Mai. uh, Just because it caught on about four or five years ago. And that just kind of escalated. And so that's the highest density of online uh, business professionals. 
Um, so there was a big conference there. Actually, actually, small conference. October 2014, like we said before, that's where I I, I quit my job and attended that just to meet everyone and see what was good, learn what was going on. I had my small Shopify site, not making money, but I wanted to take it. I wanted to figure out how to make it work for real, full time. So I saved up about 10 grand for my door knocking job for Comcast, selling internet, TV, and phone, and home security systems there for for uh, about a year. And uh, I, I actually did that during my summers in college. So I did that after college for about a year, making good money. But you still have to drive through those neighborhoods and knock those doors. It's a location-dependent business. My dream was to work online in a coffee shop for a few hours a day and then spend the rest of my day doing whatever I want, eating food, meeting up with people, meeting friends, you know, driving motorbikes around Southeast Asia. So quit my job, move out here. Number one, to save money. Number two, to meet other internet people who are trying to make the same thing happen. Um, number three, to experience travel, to have an exotic lifestyle, you know, uh, but, but good weather. You, but, but you, know, you, know, you know, Riley, you should be honest. You used to be a football player. You used to be a jock. Yeah. And... So I mean I mean this is sort of the atypical jock sort of there's no other jocks doing <laughs> right right what you're doing because jocks are I mean I, not, not to stereotype but I mean but but I mean really like the, yeah you, you have a point so the, you you have like this is sort of like a hippie sort of leaning if you will I'm a very hippie leaning uh, uh, nerd leaning jock I'm, I'm more of a nerd than a, than a jock so 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 you weren't the beer drinking I was. Fuck all the bitches. But I was. Like, a, I was a. Bi- I was a biochemistry major. I was a scientist. Oh, so you were. You were like the smart. I was the smart job. Yeah, yeah. I you was were, a smart frat boy. You I were, was the science geek frat boy. But I don't act like a geek because uh-huh. I'm a hip hop head. So I'm like all. No, no, like, no. no. I, wait, 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 wait. I was listening to you, your music and you were like listening to jazz and I was like, no. I thought I was like, you'd be listening to Slayer. Oh, <laughs> on my videos. No, 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 no. You were exercising in. Um, and and then I was listening, and you were like listening to like, like jazz hip hop, and I was like, wait, wait. When we were at the hotel. Yeah, yeah, at the hotel, and and then I was like, Riley, oh, like Riley, let me turn on Slayer for you. Uh, turn on your uh, anthem, <laughs> the football <laughs> jock player anthem. Yeah. Pantera, uh, and I was like, no. I'm into everything, but I'm not really into heavy metal or country music. That's, that's but but okay okay so 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 so, rewind. Back to your jock friends. Yeah. They're more into like fucking. I'm sorry, cause I don't. I'm. I, I was not. I'm. I'm so far from no. being a jock. I, I grew up in the hip hop head crowd, so I'm a big hip hop head since, since fourth grade. Twenty six. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, 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 so we we have like a we have like a eight year age gap. So sure. Age is what the what is age? It's all about how wise you are, right? Yeah. And how much experience you have. But I mean, when it comes to tech, I can I can go all day. This can be an eight-hour podcast. We can go till six in the morning. Yeah, we can just get it. <laughs> Call it when we like like the the most fun like fascinating, appetizing, fascinating thing is have like one e-commerce guy and then uh, one fucking tech guy. One social media guy, fucking 
talk until like the next yeah, morning. Cool. You know, it's like the most. I want to do that, yeah, sometime. Exactly, and then and then you'll learn like all the shit that you didn't learn in college. You know. Dude, that's what Chiang Mai is like. That's what it's like. Oh, yeah, it's like that. It's, it's like, that good, huh? It's like this guy's a super nerd in SEO. This guy's been doing, like, Facebook advertising. This guy's been doing Amazon. This guy's, you know, this guy's been doing Shopify over here. And, uh, you know, I... It's literally... We're in this office called Hunt Space, this co-working space. Probably the size of this restaurant right here. And uh, I was just working there for the first four months in Chiang Mai, and it just, after the third month, it's just, okay, like, what's working? Of everyone that was at this conference, you know, most people stayed there to live with their jobs. Actually, not most. A good handful did. It's like, okay, who's making money and who's not, you know? Proof is in the pudding. What's making money? And, and plus, you can't lie about that because, like, send me a screenshot. <laughs> everyone, like, you walk up to their computer at their desk, like, okay? And you know, people don't want to lie. People in this community are generally like genuine people. It's they hard to lie because in the brick and mortar business, like you got to have all the receipts and like you don't know whether that's real. Yeah, but like, like, am I actually profitable? Right, but but for this whole tech thing, it's like send me your screenshot, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. As easy as that. Yeah. Bye guys. The, uh, we, we we're not gonna talk about how much exactly we make online, but. Did I show you I my? You. Yeah, yeah. My business. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. But, but did I show you my analytics page on YouTube? No. Oh, I haven't yet. You, you told me. Uh, a wait, 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 yeah, rough idea, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, we'll talk about YouTube some more. What were we were just talking about? Oh yeah, yeah. That's the beauty of the Southeast Asia like co-working spaces things. If you guys wanted to get into the. Um, Vietnam, business. Vietnam is has. Less of that, right? Because it's Chiang Mai is sort of has Chiang that Mai whole hub. One. I just did a podcast with Kai and another one with with Brandon and another one with Evan. I have two more podcasts coming out, so I have three on my channel. You should see now of uh, comparing Saigon to Chiang Mai. Three different people that have all lived in both. But cities. but it, but it, but, it, but it's a whole different scene because Chiang Mai is like very tech. Well, yeah, it's very online. It's very freelance. You, every coffee shop has got white dudes at their laptops doing this. And there's co-working places where it's filled with them. And, and, and the thing is, the it's like, average... It's like, it's like, sorry, it's like it's San Francisco transported to Asia. But the average American would not know about this whole scene going on. No, unless it's in your heart, unless it's in your brain, to have an intention to live this sort of travel... You know, you know, actually, you'll search it on YouTube and you'll find it. And actually, that's a very interesting thing because when you're living in America, like you're very confined to your lifestyle, you know? Yeah. Well, it's a bubble. I call it the bubble. Like your job. I had a job. We all had jobs, right? Nine to five jobs. And my philosophy on the job. Is it's a bubble that you get sucked into. The bubble gets stickier and stickier the longer you're there because, number one, you become friends with your coworkers, and it's you become more comfortable. It becomes harder to quit that job, right? Because if you quit that job, now you just lost your social circle. Um, number two, you gain more responsibilities within that company. So now you're promoted to a manager. Oh my God, it's harder to quit. 
because you have more responsibilities and your hot your pay is higher. So you as you stay in a job longer, you get higher pay in an employee position. Of course, not everyone's an employee. Most of us are, were. I'm not an employee. That's a crazy realization. I just have. I'm not, you know, because uh, we all used to be. So we all used to be. Yeah, we all used to be. Yeah, we all start somewhere. Um, so yeah, you gain more responsibility. Your income gets higher, and your social circle gets tighter within that job. So it gets harder and harder to leave. Um, the longer you're in your job. And the third thing is the more possessions you buy, the more anchors, the more tie-downs you buy because you might sign that, oh, a year lease on the apartment, two-year lease. You might buy a car that has like a three-year, five-year lease. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, okay, back up, back up. How are you going to get married? After you get married, can you live this lifestyle? You definitely can, but just the fact that you said how are you going to get married is just... Uh, when you live in my kind of world it's questioning every paradigm it's questioning the marriage paradigm like a lot of people in my uh, uh, this kind of freelance independent you know independent generation like they say I mean a lot of people even in our parents generation they don't get married they just have you know, life partners but um, you definitely can live uh, location independent and be married. There's lots of digital nomad couples. Through Chiang Mai, tons of couples come with kids. No, no, not with kids. Okay. Not with so kids, kids changes the whole. Kids change it. Kids change it. There are maybe are a couple blogs with kids. Because actually, I, I was watching, um, not watching, listening to uh, Four Hour Work Week, and it was like, oh, good for you, man. You're, and you're and it was interesting. But I mean, thing. the thing was, I, I I caught on to the tech even before I actually you know li- listened to the book. And one thing that he said was, um, I know a guy who, a woman who's actually traveling with her kids, and but you know that part, right? That's why he put that in there. Yeah, yeah. But I can't travel. I have a mortgage and kids. Isn't travel dangerous? It just it just kills every perception that we kids. think we have. Yeah, yeah. The kids. You is... can do it if your mind's set to it. It's totally safe to to move to move kids' schools every you know year. or you know, six months, whatever. Or, or homeschool them or whatever he talks about. Homeschooling. Homeschooling. But, they I mean... All, he, he even makes the argument that it's better because your kids will be so well-cultured and just so... That's his whole thesis, yeah. whole argument. And yeah. here's the thing, it's like... I'm talking to Riley and he's like, like, man, I met some techies, but... You're living it because it's like you you breathe it, live it, and you enjoy it like 24 seven. Like, this motherfucker, I see him like I, I meet this guy like he's like walking and he's like happy. Like I was like okay who okay so this Riley guy I, I see I saw him on YouTube and I was like man this motherfucker's crazy right <laughs> because he, he's because doing, I'm so happy I'm too happy yeah 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 and then and then I and I and I see him and, I, and so I was like okay so let's be. He's like walking, and he's like so happy. And I'm like, okay, and like, okay, let's go someplace. And then he's like, let's have a beer. And he's like, so enjoying the beer, whereas I'm like so fucking stressed out. I'm out of my mind because I'm running a brick and mortar business, and I gotta have, I gotta meet certain, you know, things and times and deadlines. Yeah, yeah, it, and then. And then I see Riley, and then he's having a beer at like 11, and I'm like, 
And then, you know, I'm no, I'm not really new. Oh, was that when we were on Boy Bean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did that at 11. That's just because we were filming and I wanted to... I wanted to yeah, be more funny because yeah. I wanted to get drunk. I don't know. But, but you're a funny guy whether you're drunk or not. <laughs> but, but the thing is... I was kind of nervous so I wanted to... But I was like... Not? We're in Vietnam. But the thing is... Like, you're living it. You're loving it. Yeah. And I, I've met other, like, techies, you know, doing, like, the whole digital nomad thing. You, you really love it. Yeah, they're still too nerdy about it. That's the whole thing that with our my idea for my for my YouTube and for me and Parker, me and Parker's kind of YouTube. You know, he's gonna get into it. You know, eventually is like there's we met a lot of digital nomads in Chiang Mai, but like none of them really talk about the lifestyle so much because it's all about the lifestyle for us. Or right, our work right. week is not a business book; it's a lifestyle book. Right, right. So when you talk to me, it's all about fucking how much money you're making. You know, but for for. For Riley, it's more like living the life, living that. Yeah, it's all about living the life that, that I dreamed of when I was a little kid, fourth, fifth grade, watching Big Timers, Little Wayne rap videos, just their whole click on top of the Hummers, just like doing whatever they want. Just like that was me and my friend's dream. And like touring around the country, flying on planes, like that was like our dream. We just want to be the boss. Oh, yeah, we were talking about why I was, I was so happy when we were hanging out. Yeah, no, it was weird because I, I met Digital Nomads and uh, yeah. and I was like, okay, so I, I and the beauty of the web is you can be anywhere you want. Yeah, that's the true beauty. The true beauty of it. And then if you love traveling, it's sure the business for you. But the thing is, Riley loves that whole the, the whole life. You know, you know, you know those guys who love pimping. Who loved the gangster last <laughs> like Riley is a guy like because I met other like techies. So the thing about Riley is you know, there are crips who love cripping. <laughs> there, there, there are crips who love the cripping lifestyle. But then the thing about Riley is he loves the whole like digital nomad lifestyle. He loves it. Like he loves it. I'm, I'm, I'm new to it, man. Like this is my first year. Like I just hit one year. In Asia, like this is, and I've never traveled outside the U.S. really before, like so I'm still on a travel high, you know. Yeah. So. But he loves it, I and mean, he's like, "Man, I met him, and he's like, okay, let's, okay, fucking, there's no place to eat around here. Let's go to that pizza shop." And he's like, "Okay." Then he's like, "Yeah, what do you want to drink?" He's like, eh, "Let me have a beer." And like, and he's like sipping that beer, but he's not like, he's not like getting drunk. He's just like feeling it, like, kind of like a little, <laughs> little. <laughs> Like a little, like a just you don't know, want a beer or two just to sort of feel the mood out and like feeling so relaxed, man. Like it's my favorite thing. I was gonna say this earlier, but my favorite thing about the internet job is being able to the first time, right when you wake up in the morning, my favorite thing to do is to take an hour nap. <laughs> or when I wake up, what time is it? Hour nap time. Sleeping in, guys. I love sleeping in. I've always loved sleeping in. Ever since I was a kid, I was always a night owl, always up super late, always waking up late. And so my favorite thing to do is wake up whenever I'm not tired, man. Do you jerk off before you can take a nap? Uh, <laughs> in a way. Okay. You know, I, I figured out to make that, how to work, make that work, but essentially... <laughs> Essentially, that's a good way to do it. But, you know, 
I'm a fan of that, but you know. But anyways, I'm married, so you guys, let's keep it and on the, the broad perspective. Yeah, I'm a fan. Yeah. I mean, who's not? But uh, taking in, like sleeping in, everyone loves sleeping in. But like, I'm living it. <laughs> like, it's all about. So the four-hour work week is about the new rich. His phrase is the new rich, rich in experiences, rich in freedom, not rich in bank account. I consider myself self very rich, very new rich because. I'm rich in options, I'm rich in freedom, I'm rich to go to bed whenever I want, I'm rich to wake up whenever I want, I'm rich, I'm rich to sleep in my bed and work from my pajamas all day and not move from my bed and order takeout if I want any day of the week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, or fucking Saturday. I can not even work for a whole day and just sleep and not even open my computer because my business has no deadlines, you know what I'm saying? So The thing is... Thing. And, and, and it's 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 uh, it's, I mean, to us because we're we're on the other side of it. But in the states, it's like to see people, friends close to us, working out a, paying for gear is kind of like unlike, you know, we we've been like desensitized to that. Like no, not desensitized, but like we've extracted all of that in, out of our system. You know, yeah, buying gear like fucking audio systems or. Right, I don't know, right, fucking right. yeah, just cool, cool possessions, and especially if you're in a business like me, where the more money you have, the more money you make, the more freedom you get to live into more cities around the world. I'm starting out in Southeast Asia because it's the cheapest, all right? One of the cheapest and most accommodating. It's got that nice balance, great Wi-Fi, great coffee. So, anyways. I think of money as more making money. So instead of paying $10,000 cash for a car, which I did, my second year out of college, I bought 10, I spent 10K cash on like a used BMW because I thought I was going to be the coolest guy driving around. And I had all this money in my bank account, like 20 grand, which was the stupidest thing. And now 10 grand is like, yeah, ten grand. Put that into a physical product, sell it on Amazon, and all of a sudden, how'd, a, how'd you save the twenty grand? Into your I saved the twenty grand knocking doors and making like two hundred dollar commission. So it was a man to man, person to person, direct sales, door knocking, and you know you can and, and not not very scalable. No, no, unless you want to manage your own team, which that's you're still going to be knocking doors training. So the company was scaling you, basically. Yeah, I worked for a major corporation. I worked for Comcast. We've all worked for a major corporation, but I'm glad that I did that because I got a sense of the corporate feel, and it just was not but, for but, me. But, but, okay, okay. So, so here comes a, a sort of like a, a really sort of tricky, sort of sticky question is, a lot of these motherfuckers, you know, employees of mine, people who work for me, like, well, I'm working for you. I'm scaling the business for you. But, but at the same time, it's like, well, bitch, you're getting a paycheck, so fucking do what I say. You know, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, it's like it's you kind of have to. You know, everyone's got to eat. You kind of have to work for. You kind of got to be the bitch but, at the beginning. But but here, but but at the same time, it's like you, you just, that, that's the whole evil of this whole brick and mortar business. You know, it's like it's like you're, you have to enslave employees. No, but more like it's. When you're on the web, right, it's more innocent because you're not getting into people's faces. 
You're not getting busy. You don't have a big line, and you're like fucking, yeah, making okay, McDonald quarter pounder. Like, (laughs) okay, next, next, come here. Okay, all right, Big Mac, fucking large fries. You know, and and then you're like, what? You step on my shoes, motherfucker! I'll kill you, motherfucker! You know, you know, it's it's not like that. You know, I'm I'm sure McDonald's would sell their fries and Big Macs online exclusively if they wanted to. The most expensive part of a business, brick and mortar business is the employees any yeah. business is the employees and the the rent the space so McDonald's is slowly implementing the automated ordering things you can build your own burger on the automated machine and essentially what the shopping online is is just kind of a robot helping you and a robot is a web interface uh, it's essentially robots doing all the work you know the robot actually picks the product off the shelves for you even though it's all the way in the Amazon warehouse a, a robot goes and shops for you you know and puts it in the cart and then ships it to you so yeah we're in a te- technological revolution and people don't even realize it that it's way bigger than the in- than the industrial revolution it's way bigger than the enlightenment any period in history this is the biggest revolution that they're going to look back and be like remember that period like when smartphones just came on like that was the start of the robot automated freaking crazy new wave of generation that's when exponential technology hit the, the curve of the hockey stick it goes like this guys and we are literally right here that's what all the, the experts say and people don't even realize that in 10 years it's going to be uh, every year it gets double the, the computer speed so, My porno site is going to be huge. <laughs> just you can make money on that. I've seen some digital nomads that make money in that space, advertising. Just because it's all about eyeballs and traffic. And that particular part of the web is like 30% of the web or something. As in porno, like 30% of all web traffic. I don't know. I heard that stat randomly. But, uh, yeah, we live in a very interesting time. And it's just amazing how only like two years ago, I was just like... A pipe dream of mine, knocking doors. I was listening to the Travel Like a Boss podcast in my earbuds while I was knocking doors. It's a podcast of a digital nomad and kind of his life and interviewing other digital nomads about, oh, you sell books on, uh, you write Kindle books and you sell them on Amazon? How's that been going? Like Interviewing all different ways of people making money online. I was just like, yes, man. If these guys can do it, I can do it. And so that conference... That meetup in Chiang Mai gave me... The- wait, 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 wait. So how are you living in Chiang Mai? But you were doing the dropshipping thing and, and kind of... Was, you, you, were, was, you, were, you were struggling at that time. I was living off my savings. I saved up 10 grand from knocking doors and from... I was actually knocking doors for real estate my last year. And I just actually closed a deal this week from a door that I knocked on in uh, summer of 2014. How much, how much did you pay for? It was about a $4,000 commission that I just made. So, that's nice. A nice little Christmas bonus. Yeah, yeah. No, that's nice. It's like, oh, fuck. I fucked with that, like, way back. And then... Yeah, I knocked on this guy's door um, uh, summer of 2014, over a year ago, like a year and a half ago. And uh, he actually went to jail, and I was still selling his house, so a bunch of complications, but finally his friend handled it for him. So, crazy, yeah. No, and, and it's, a, it's a really beautiful story, like, because... You were all about that whole four-hour work beat before you even got to check my. Yeah, you, of course. So, 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 and, and and let me let me talk about Riley. Like you're from fucking Seattle, right? Yeah. And yeah. that's like the least like 
digital nomad. And, and how, who introduced you to the whole scene, to the whole culture, and you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Myself, bro. It really came. How, down how'd to you me. find it? Like online, like on Amazon, or like what, what's the deal? No, like, I found it in a fucking bookstore. No, no, yeah. Found <laughs> you found it in a bookstore. No, no, no. <laughs> borders, borders, bookstore. I'm gonna break down essentially why I'm here because it's I want people to understand the key reasons that I'm here. What made me get here compared to someone else that's still dreaming? Because that could have been me. It was just a key couple things, and I want to communicate that because I want everyone else to quit their jobs and move out here because it's obviously he can see it. I don't even realize it, but I'm just so freaking excited because it was my dream. I wanted it so bad. First of all, I think everyone has a desire to travel the world. That's absolutely unanimous. that. That's a that's a that's sort of like a an impulse it's of the human being. It's an impulse being. of human being. Yeah, exactly, yeah. we're nomadic, right? And now that we live in the age of flying freaking buses, it's like, how could you not? Really, you're gonna live in the whole city, and you know there's flying buses out there, and you really didn't go see the other side of the planet, and these all these other continents and crazy regions. But there's motherfuckers out there working at sandwich shops, and like, you know, like. I'm gonna sell these hoagies, you know. Like, I know, man, and, and that's okay. Like, we need people to sell our hoagies, so it's all it's all good. It's all good. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's all about your environment, man. So, first of all, I grew up around positive friends and positive people. You need that in your life if you're gonna do anything. No, 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 but, but I, I really like. Did you stumble upon Four okay. Hour Workweek on Amazon or like like? How? Yeah, you were living in fucking Seattle. Fucking Kurt Cobain area, and then I stumbled on the Four Hour Workweek blog. Um, I think because even before I I took my two hour week two week vacation to Thailand in 2013, the year after college, I stumbled on the Four Hour Workweek blog. I think probably like in 2012, probably through some like self help um, type of article, Four Hour Workweek.com, because I was real into like self help. Um, like so, so you went. Yourself. So you went from the self help to the techie, which is I went fascinating. Self help to probably an article on Four Hour Workweek that's like similar self help. Like because because how to like life hacks, how to make your life better in six simple steps. Or so overlapping like of two separate industries, and then you you found the Four Hour Workweek, and it did you make you but did I, it make you cry? No, I I never really read the whole four hour work week and got into I never really figured out what a digital nomad was right, until, right. I, until 2013 right when I got back from my two week vacation to Thailand that's w- what really was it was it, was it uh, Bangkok or uh, it was Phuket Bangkok and Hong Kong uh, split between two weeks so when I got back from the two week vacation Parker and I we said let's go live abroad and get jobs abroad so that I gotta meet this Parker motherfucker because I don't yeah, I don't know he's, yeah, a, yeah. he's like a ghost he, he's, a, he's in Saigon right now but we both go to Philippines uh-huh. in a couple of days I go tomorrow he goes on New Year's because he's skipping Singapore I don't know but you know uh, Philippines the internet speed is fucked up it's a wacko yeah it's pretty bad whatever yeah, we'll upload overnight we'll make it work uh, I'm sure there's some places with it that's good anyways the reason I'm here is because I took a two-week vacation to Thailand, and that's why I recommend all my friends come and visit. Just come and visit for two weeks. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. They're, they'll get a taste of our lifestyle, and then they'll just say they'll, they're like, they'll, they'll taste it. Well, say, oh, Riley, we're drinking the Paps right so you, so now. <laughs> you take this up. Yeah, they're like this, uh, Korean uh, Korean. Uh, it's almost done. It's weak vodka. Korean weak vodka. Well, Riley, 
I ain't coming all the way down to fucking Vietnam because I got fucking. Because they talk like that in Seattle, yeah, don't they? <laughs> Up here in the Northwest, boy, we'll show you how to start some internet companies. We got, the, we got them shotguns in the back seat, and then we're just going to show you exactly how it's done right here in Seattle. We'll show you how to brew a good cup of brew. But 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 here's the thing, like, also, this whole Washington area is dark, man, because I, I, ta- I ask people... I ask people and they're like, dude, this place is it's checkered. Because it, it, it's 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 a it's a little bit of good because they're like, okay, we got nature. Yeah. Lots of green, yeah. Going fishing and yeah, all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lake. It's got which a nice is good, lake right you on know. the city and shit. But the, at the same time it's like sometimes like around the season it gets dark. Yeah, yeah. Fall and winter it's pretty uh, cloudy. You know, and then so. it's like like it gets depressing at times, you know? Yeah, people get depressed, you know. That's because people have no excitement in their lives because the modern day, you know, job is so repetitive, you know, that that turns off your brain. If you're a philosopher, I can talk about that. And back to, like, Nirvana and Kurt Cobain and stuff like that. But, 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 I mean, that whole scene there is, like, it's, like, it's, like... The grunge scene. Yeah, yeah, the grunge scene is, like, and, and... the whole scene of the whole like Washington is is different. It's not like your everyday fucking America because it, it's it's an animal of its own because yeah, it's kind of up there in the it, corner. It, it's, it's got its, some it's, little side culture, right, right. Sure. And plus, it's not like a regular suburb. It's because you have that year-round sort of weather that is uh, very unique. You know, euphemistically to say that you know. And then... The seasons? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right? Super so, nice in the summer. You know, gray in the winter. And cold. Yeah. Chilly. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah, man. I'm out here because I had a desire to travel. And, oh yeah, my number one life hack, guys. The second reason I'm, I'm here. It could be because when me and Parker got back from Thailand, we moved into an apartment together. One bedroom, by the way. $900 total. We split, paid 450 in the suburb of Seattle. Very expensive. Bellevue. Uh, okay. I slept on the couch for a year. We made the decision to not sign up for cable TV. That was That's why I'm here. Because through not having cable TV, we consumed on our living room TV YouTube now. Instead of basketball games, instead of ESPN 24-7, instead of the news, instead of the cable shows like Duck Dynasty and shit, okay? We watch YouTube, and YouTube takes you down a fucking portal of whatever you're interested in. Joe Rogan podcast, you know, philosophy, just wisdom, traveling, how to make money teaching, how to make money freelancing online. And that became our world, and we just saw all these travelers, like YouTube channels and stuff, and we're like... It just became our world, you know, and just like it becomes real. It's, but, it's but the law of attraction. So, bro. so, 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 in terms of, I don't want to say traffic, but views. What's bigger now, YouTube or fucking CBS or NBC? You know what? A lot of YouTubers get way more views than uh, independent media. Way more views than like CBS and shit. Like Casey Neistat gets six hundred thousand views per day. You know, that's more than a lot of cable channels. So it's funny because even even a small... No, but but, but I, I want to mention something because 
Actually, YouTube is the dominant sort of. It is it's visual. Not, it's, yeah. it's not secondary anymore. It's <laughs> yeah, mainstream. It's 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 a it's a main thing, bigger yeah. than the fucking television. You know. Yeah, like alternative media is not so much alternative anymore. Like a lot of channels. So it's like actually real... your your television, your cable television is like the fucking, you know, the shit in the garage that you don't drive anymore. Yeah, you know, man. and it's which is I can talk amazing. About that forever. And I only have five thousand subscribers, but. Five thousand, thanks. Or nice man. Well, nice job. Thank you, thank you. You know, it's 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 a small I step. A, I just hit a hundred, guys. Just so you know. No, but Riley, he's this, gonna this get a million. Me, this is me way back when I'm, you know, preschool. But but he, no, you you'll, you'll get a million. Oh shit. But I, I got bitches hitting me up right yeah. now at 5,000 subscribers. I'm like... And you have girls hitting you up? See, when I get I, to that level, I'll... Like, I'm like, dude, deal. I'm married. Girl, uh, I, I'm... But I do have this uh, other YouTube friend. You know, his name's Riley. You can check out his channel. <laughs> yeah, I'll refer to Riley. Yeah. But I, I got girls, like, hitting me up. I'm like, dude, I'm married. Don't you see that I have a kid, you know? And then, um... Other thing is, you know, once in a while, you know... I, I might meet like a follower or whatnot. Not you, okay? You, but not. I'm not talking about you. But then I might meet like one of my sort of like niche followers, and, and you'd be like, like shaking and shit, like. Yeah, but, yeah. Like, a, little, a little bit of YouTube star structure. Yeah, yeah I'm like, uh, I'm like, dude. Uh, I'm just like a fucking normal guy, just <laughs> uploading yeah, videos. I just wanna, you know, make a little bit of money on the YouTube on the side. And then he's like, uh, 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 uh. And make some good home movies, you know? Capture your life, man. Exactly. Cool thing. The thing about Casey Neistat, which is fucking amazing, because he's yeah. like the fucking Jack Kerouac of fucking YouTube. Because uh -huh. if, if you want to talk about... Okay, if you have to talk about the motherfucker who is the icon of a certain... Yeah. Of a certain literary movement or... A fucking film movement. You know, you talk about like the fucking Godard of fucking new wave, French new wave. Or you want to talk about who's the guy who's, who, okay, noir. Noir. Yeah, yeah. I like, And then, or, or, you know, the beat movement, you know, Kerouac. Wh whatever. Casey Neistat is the fucking, he, he's a shit. Like, he's the independent film. Yeah, but because because pioneer. because he was able to bring the fucking art, like film world, to the YouTube and still make it work and make it exciting. Because once you bring like ART into it, you know it can be it, it might not be the most commercial venture, if you will. But then to make it work on YouTube, you know he did a very brilliant thing. You know, so Casey Neistat, fuck. Yeah, and he's just showing us that YouTube is... He, he has a video about this. It's like, YouTube is not alternative now. YouTube is mainstream. He's like, I, he's like, I went from YouTube... No, he, I went from HBO to YouTube, but he's like, I didn't go from mainstream to non-mainstream. I went to the mainstream, because YouTube is the new mainstream. So, yeah, it's cool. And, you know, we're just kind of starting out. You started making videos how long? Two years ago? Actually, I started my channel 10 months ago. Oh, really? 10 oh, months ago. 5, but, 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 actually I had Kyle. You had Kyle, and he had, like... Kyle, like, Kyle helped with the SEO the and with, with the traffic, but, you guys, I think Riley's gonna, he's gonna hit it, because, because I have, I have the Vietnam SEO. Yeah. So, when we talk about Vietnam SEO, we're talking about, like, five guys. 
well, Kyle's number one. The YouTubers, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and we're, we're always, like, butting heads, you know, meeting each other. So that but helps. there's enough views to go around, so, like, there really there's a, the, I mean, how many Vietnamese people are there in America? Um, a million? You know? Mm, I have no idea, but. A yeah, lot, right? So all, 90% of my subscribers are Vietnamese Americans, yeah. I'm oh, you too, all, huh? Oh, of course, yeah. So, so the thing is, there's enough to go around for everyone. Yeah. You know, there's enough for everyone. Whereas my fucking brick and mortar business, I can maybe turn the camera. We're only like a minute away. You know, we're fucking stabbing each other and like, bitch, you took my customer. Fuck you. Oh, but you know, yeah. it's like, but but the whole YouTube thing is, it's so scalable. You're you're reaching the world. You're reaching Vietnamese, not in one fucking neighborhood, but you're reaching Vietnamese. In Belgium, Africa. So, yeah, man. Um, it's a very interesting time because it's becoming more and more common that we can have a career online these days and to have the freedom to travel. Like, if there's a blessing in the world, like, thank God for the internet because I think travel is not just like a luxury, I think it's an obligation as citizens of the planet earth living in the age of flying buses <laughs> like this is how i look at it i look at things through the big picture my business tax on my tax return is called big picture digital like if you're an alien looking down and let's say you're an alien and you're like enslaved and you, you had no freedom to move on your planet but you had a really long telescope and you're looking at the earth and you're looking at these people they and you're like why are they choosing to live on that one little city? They're totally free. They have these flying buses. Why don't they just go get on one? Why don't they go see their whole planet? I can't even do that. I'm shackled in some alien dystopian civilization. So if we can, we do have the freedom to see the whole planet before we die. Like, we're going to die. Like, don't you want to see the planet that you were born on that you shouldn't have even been born on? It's a miracle that we're even here. It's a one in a trillion chance that we we're all, like born here anyways it's cool that we can work uh, remotely and travel and i'm only one year into doing it so it's pretty freaking cool and exciting it was just my dream and um what are you what's your main do you want to travel more and moving into the online business just le world less headaches or what so for me um i have like four five online businesses that i was able to start you know I think YouTube is sort of a side thing of my several tech projects. For sure. YouTube is not like my fucking identity, nor nor is my brick and mortar business. It's more about the tech, getting deeper into it. Like one day I will learn PHP. One day I one day I will learn, you know, Python. One day I will learn e-commerce. Thanks to Riley. Uh he he, but you you know a lot of shit because you have the purists who are like you know you gotta do it this way. But then I was like I heard Riley's philosophy and I saw his screenshots too, like of his earnings, and I was like, mm. so I was like, what do you think of this? And a lot of the purists were like, wait, I don't know what to make of this, you know. <laughs> and I was like, oh wait wait wait, motherfucker, you said you knew everything, motherfucker. I was like. <laughs> You said you didn't. You knew you don't know everything. How how come you don't know this? And they were like, uh 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 uh, right? So I was like, okay, 
that's what I found out. And actually, my meeting Riley was very instrumental in my finding out that, wow, this is still unexplored territory. Like, the fucking human beings trying to explore space, trying to explore, like, the fucking underground of the ocean. Oh, there you go, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they, they still haven't figured it out. I, yeah. I could take, like, you know, guys who really think they know certain things, like fucking Kyle, right? He knows it, but at the same time, like, he's like, okay, so, as far as the most successful YouTubers I met, I met, um, through Kyle, uh, Gregory Brothers, 2.5 million subscribers, other, other YouTubers, like, famous people or whatnot, and then, and then, they still don't know what's going on, I, like, I asked them, like, fucking, what's this, what's this, and they're like, uh, uh. In, in terms of tech and where it's going and the yeah, like like and, and 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 really, if you knowing tech is knowing Google, yeah, those algorithms yeah, like knowing yeah, knowing e-commerce is knowing Google and yeah, SEO. And like how much of Google do you know? And YouTube sort of teaches you like okay, so Google is kind of like this, and and people can only sort of describe it like okay, Google is Google is Consistency. Anyone can see that. Yeah. The number one thing is consistency. I just want to make $10,000. A month? Online. Yeah, yeah. Pure profit. Yeah, yeah, me too, man. Me too. I want to make ten k a month uh, online. I think a lot of people have that goal. So what's your main motivation to have online income? Uh, it's easier. So less... Less, less person-to-person interaction, which is... Less labor. Less work per day and more time with your family? It's more for me, but I mean, and my family. Yeah, more time for yourself and your family and your friends and more doing what you enjoy doing and less doing what you don't enjoy doing. The thing is, I'm in a service industry, my brick and mortar industry. I'm not going to tell you, oh, you, you did mention it, education. Yeah. It's more intensive than fucking, or it, it is as intensive as restaurants okay if you will mm. but but when you take the tech business for example it's a beautiful thing because the service industry there's nothing more for you to explore it is what it is yeah there's no way to like, <laughs> double like, yourselves within a month right it's like yeah. it is what it is right but the, the thing is the tech business is like you take the the biggest tech genius he still hasn't quite grasped it. And that and that lack of repetition and that not knowing where you're going and that whole mystery of the whole process is so you shouldn't follow the money, you should you should follow the tech. That yeah. because that tech gets to be hard. Stay, stay learning the new. Stay learning the new stuff in exactly. SEO. Everything yeah. always changes. You have to stay ahead of the curve, and that's why I like about being a part of the online kind of web um, freelance community, digital nomads, is because everyone is on top of staying ahead of the curve, and being successful is all about that these days. Yeah, yeah. If if you fall behind in the tech, yeah. you're fall, falling yeah. behind on the money, and yeah, and the thing is, if you're a tech person. You gotta meet tech people, and being a tech person, part of the job. I, I think, like, you know what? 
I would have to say like 70% of it is just being tech, tech people getting information. Like, yeah. it's like that's like 70% of the job. Because the execution is relatively easy. Like, it's just getting that ahead of the curve information. I would go farther to say 70% of success is being around people that are doing the same thing and they're, they're a little bit ahead of you that you can learn from. The thing about tech is very easily, it can be very easily replicated. I mean, yeah. I don't want to say very easy because that's relative and whatnot, but Relatively I mean, easy. yeah, 70 to 80% is just like my talking to fucking tech people just listening to what they say they're like oh yeah and it never ends it's like I used to be I used to work for a production company and it's like it is what it is I work for uh, not work for I own my own place and it's like it is what it is all these brick and mortar places it just is it is what it is but when it comes to tech it's like you you, you drill deeper yeah you drill deeper it's like it's a limitless hole you figure out oh shit the less I know and it's like, yeah, yeah. It, it's a really humbling, but at the same time, it's like an orgasmic, like, what when I talk about tech, I can go fucking all day. It's like, I'm fucking tweaking off the pipe, you know, it's like, yeah. <laughs> rolling that, rolling, rolling it on my fingers. It's like, it's like all day, three, four days, yeah. just talking about tech. SEO, Ew. yeah. Uh, yeah. So let's say you do have 10k per month rolling in passively online. You're just checking your sales per day or whatever it may be. Like, what are what are your passions and interests? How do you spend your day? What do you get into next? Yeah, it's it's all about um, money and and you know, and that's another story. That's the next episode because I've seen tech people like make about ten fifteen thousand, and then they get sort of lethargic and they're like satisfied because you pay $10,000 doing nothing <clears throat> sitting on yeah, the couch yeah. and I've seen those guys and then what happens is they get into drugs yeah, yeah. whores yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, drinking yeah. <laughs> they're like oh fuck I hate my life and I'm like motherfucker I just want to be you <laughs> it's, yeah. like, it's like oh no I'm so bored like with life and I'm like uh, because once you hit a certain stage in tech when you're making money, like, honestly, like, when you have, like, because re relaxation is kin to, like, fucking depression. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Because you're just fucking relaxed. And then that's akin to fucking depression, yeah. and, like, suicidal thoughts. Yeah. Like the four-hour work week says, boredom is sadness, excitement is happiness. Well quoted. It, the thing is, so I, I find that a lot of these tech guys make, like, 20,000 a month, 15, 10. They're like, I don't have to do anything, you know? And they're like, uh, I want to kill myself. You have to. And I'm like, motherfucker, give me your money. Because <laughs> I work hard for my money, you know? Yeah, for sure. They don't. But we, we want to work hard to build an automated stream of income so we can work on stuff that we're passionate about, our hobbies. So, so, so at that point, it's like a hobby thing. I feel like you, me, Kyle, my other friends, like, we're going to hit, like, a number, and we're going to be satisfied with it. We'll be like, oh, shit. I don't have to do shit. I'm a fucking snob. I know uh, shit on, that... On that or just no, overall no, monthly. overall, overall like, passive. tech, you know, operations. And then we're going to be like, 
I make money, you don't. And then, so we're going to be kind of like snobs. Like, what do you, and people w- might ask us, so, uh, what do you do wor- for a living? And I'm like, you know, I'm just, you know, a tech yeah. guy, you know? Yeah, yeah. A real, real mysterious thing, like, kind of like, what do you do? You know, it's like, I'm 007, you know, type of thing, <laughs> right? Because people yeah. don't know really what we do. A website's for And then, like, in two or three years, we hit certain milestones, and we're just like, oh, fuck. We're fucked, man. I don't, I don't know what to do with my life anymore. But actually, the whole irony is I've met these people who want to commit suicide. I'm like, before you do it, man, just give me your money first. <laughs> Jeez, man. Well, they lost, they lost their passion for life. They need, they need a fucking vocation, a fucking hobby. They need to read the Four Hour Work Week because the Four Hour Work Week is all about wherever you. Wherever you go in the world, pick up a hobby. Learn freaking jujitsu. Learn freaking horseback riding. Learn salsa. Yeah. Learn a new language. It's all about lifestyle. It's all about having exciting life uh, experiences. Learning new skills. Experiencing new cultures. That's what the 4-Hour Work Week is about. And that's, that's my philosophy that I'm trying to live out. I'm trying to live that book. Like that book me and Parker talk about is that's our assignment. And Tim Ferriss wrote that, and he's our teacher, and we're doing the assignment. And we, like, are very close to accomplishing that assignment, which is achieve the four-hour work week, which is work on your business only four hours per week. You know, I have something to mention. Those guys who make a lot of money, they don't do shit. They sleep until 12, and then, you know. But, you know, it's really interesting because you're the first guy I met who's so into that four hour work week the message and like and, and the whole message is like it's, it's kind of it's refreshing as well as surreal and like you have this whole fucking following who are like you I'm sure in Southeast Asia or elsewhere it's a beautiful thing in fact I know um, Johnny FD yeah, I actually met him through because he had an online presence. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, it, it, it's it's interesting because it's like it's it's small world like yeah. techies. Yeah, know. I lived with Johnny FD in uh, Chiang Mai. It, it's it, it's weird. Like, yeah, it, it's a really weird thing. At the end of the day, it's all about the philosophy that we share. You know, more more time doing what you like to do, less time doing. What you don't like to do, and the internet is a great freaking tool to do that, guys, to automate your career, your income, your sales, your daily activities, whatever. And and the thing is, I I met a lot of my good friends, like, online, like, which is weird, because that's not traditional, because you meet your friends in high school or whatnot. But it is traditional now. Like, isn't it, like, half of all, like, marriages are now online met? Like, it's crazy. Really? I made that up, but I bet it's close to that. (laughs) That's a go. <laughs> but uh, it's it's growing every year. It's just not a matter of if it's 50% now. It, it's just a matter of when it's going to be 50% of all marriages are met online. But um, So you're going to keep yeah. drilling? Tech. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the cool thing about the internet is there's always the next level. The sky is the limit, literally. So, so it's like you keep digging until you find... I mean, it's... I, I'm the 4-Hour Workweek mindset, which is my mindset. I share it. It's not in terms of making a million dollars or something like that. It's oh, yeah. it's in terms of monthly cash flow. Yeah. So I want to get to a point where I have like let's say 10k of profit, 
it's like fun money to do whatever I want, spending money. 10K allowance on the side of my business to pay myself. Um, actually, just 5K. I only need 5K to spend a month, okay? You don't need that much to travel the world, all right? And have a freaking blast. Yeah, okay. So I only spend 1500 a month and I have a blast and I live like a king out here. You know, pop bottles, do whatever the fuck, go out as many nights a week as we want. Eat. I eat out three meals a day for the last year. You know, I have not cooked for myself once. Uh, That's, as which we, is kind of bad for you, but... <laughs> yeah, you definitely have to but, uh, but work out. the here in Vietnam is delicious. They're, they have a CrossFit gym. Shout out... Um, Shout out Asia Next Level. It's cross training, boxing, Muay Thai, and a BJJ. We, me and Parker, have to join a gym wherever we go, or else we do get fat. Yeah, because we eat out all day, and you know, not everything you eat in Asia is bad for you. You know, you can eat salads, soups, pho, eat a lot of pho, eat a lot of fresh spring rolls, guys, out here. But that's what I love. That's why I feel new rich, because. My idea of being rich back home was never having to cook and eating out any restaurant you want. And that's my life now. I eat out wherever I want and I never have to cook. And I never have to dishes or do my own laundry. You know, your hotel does that for you. Or your apartment, wherever you have. Uh, but, yeah. I'm always going to be an internet marketer. I'm always going to be on the cutting edge with the internet. But that's always just going to be kind of on the side. That's not going to be my identity. My identity is always going to be, I have another blog website, Create and Be Real. My identity is always going to be creating um, video, you know, I used to make uh, comedy CDs when so, I was so little, you, I used to produce you're music. you all about the money like me, because I'm all about the money, because I'm all about getting <laughs> I'm but, but, all about the money first, to set up your, your income, after you have the income, then you move on from the money, and then you focus on... Just your passions, and your passions actually end up turning into money because it's good stuff, and Google likes good stuff, and people will find you if it's good stuff. So I want to I create good stuff, and I also want to um, share, I enjoy sharing the, the Amazon knowledge and the digital nomad knowledge just because I'm so excited about it, I'm so new about it, and it's still kind of surreal but, but, to me. But, but, but Riley, here's another thing. You're not really new to it because... You know knowledge that the fucking veterans don't know. Yeah, I know because it's very specified. It's I know I'm I make money on one specific method of making money online. There's plenty of ways, but this is, happens to be the most common way that travelers that I met were making money online. So and now I, I'm I specializing in this method. And I was like, okay, so this is Riley way, and they were like, uh, and I was like. Wait, motherfucker! I thought you knew. You know, I th- I thought you were an SEO genius. You know, and then he was like, uh, uh, uh. There's Google SEO. There's Amazon SEO. It, so it, I'm kind it, of an Amazon SEO guy. It's 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 an amazing thing because it's an art. At the it's an art form. At the end of the day, like whether it's YouTube, whether it's blogging, whether it's eBay or Amazon or porn or whatever. You know, it's it's a it's a beautiful thing, and it's really liberating at the end of the day because you're like, oh shit, I can make my living doing this. I, I, I mean, for me, I, I have higher budgets because I have a family and whatnot, but then it's, it's liberating because I'm like, when you make money online, it's not like making money. <laughs> 
like through a job. It's like yeah. it's like it's like when you're making money, like it's like like fall on your lap, and you're just like <gasps> it's like crack cocaine. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's like when it's, you make money, like it's like a different type of feeling. It's, it's surreal, man. Yeah, I look up uh, every day. I look at my Amazon seller app, and I just see how much money we made per day. You know, so it's yeah, it's crazy. I'm I'm still very new. I'm only one year into it. Um, but yeah, I still like sharing the knowledge because I want everyone that was in the same position as me, which is everyone that had a nine-to-five job. You know, I just want to show other people that it's possible and how simple it can be if you get around the right people and learn the right method. Because I found someone, some random guy's blog that got me into this, that changed my life, literally 180. And so, if someone can stumble upon my blog or my YouTube and have the same thing, then everything was worth it. I just want—I just want to pass on the favor. That's it. Oh yeah, I'm not that nice, <laughs> Riley. Let, let me. Let. It's because my life fucking changed, bro. Like it was a freaking dream come true, literally. So it's a beautiful thing, huh? It's a beautiful thing. Internet's a beautiful thing. Praise, praise internet. So those guys are gonna take that chair. So I think it's a good time to. Yeah, let's wrap it up. I may see you probably next time in Saigon. Who knows when? Oh shit. Maybe we'll do a follow up. Uh, it, whether, whether it's virtual or whether it's in person who knows but that was fun man fascinating I mean I got I got to know the real Riley and then um... yeah I got to know the real Yuvato a little bit kind of pick his brain on his background yeah. subscribe to Yuvato Kim subscribe to Riley and it's a beautiful thing I'll see you again yeah I'll see you again man I, I know I will let's hug it out bro <laughs> that was fun that, that was fascinating. I, I, I'm going to see you again. And um, it's a beautiful thing. The internet is a beautiful thing. YouTube is a beautiful thing. Thank you, creators of YouTube. Thank you, creators of the internet. Thank you, everyone that watched this. Thank you, everyone that cooks food for me every day. And uh, that was some good too bad. Too bad you can't be here because, like, I mean, here, like, we could have collaborated more and... I know. I'll I'll be back in uh, in Saigon. I gotta do. My brother is visiting. That's why I got We gotta visit. We gotta do a little bit of backpacking to some places because he kind of wants to do some backpacking. So okay. I'm gonna, I'm off um, to Philippines. Oh shit! Stay tuned. Stay tuned for some Philippines videos. I'm only taking this to the Philippines, guys. It's, Did you? It's real. I really thought you had maybe had like a real, like a roller type of thing. No. I do, but I'm leaving it here. Okay. With whom? Uh, my friend Kai, another digital nomad. Okay. Shanghai guy. Okay. So, alrighty, guys. I will see you on the flip side. Peace, love.